Welcome, horror fam, to HE Channel 365, a Halloween Horror Nights podcast. My name is Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Duff. Hey, guys. And we have our producer, Nico, on the line. Hey, howdy, hey. On today's show, we actually have another house dissection for you. We're going to be dissecting an oldie but a goodie, and actually with a guest, and not just any guest, we actually have one of the HHN podfathers. Um, that would be Matt from Nino's As, one of the original hosts of Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. How's it going, Matt? Man, that is the first time someone said original host of the show. I really kind of, I mean, I know changes went, but man, oh, that one struck hard. That one, yeah. no, I'm happy to be here though, regardless of that. But that's the first time I heard that out loud. I mean, we, we had Hunter on somewhat recently, so we had to show him some respect as the current host. Current, or one true. Of the current yes, hosts. yes, he's doing a great job, so I understand. All right, but before we get to the uh, dissection, we actually have some news and rumors to go over. A lot of news, don't we, guys? Uh, yeah, quite a bit. I would say so. <laughs> For what? <once. Yeah. laughs> and I think you guys can, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I think you can thank me for this because I was actually listening to your Ghostbusters um, uh, house dissection to prepare myself, and you were talking about news, and I'm like, at the time I was listening to it, I'm like, oh, man, we're not going to have anything to talk about <laughs> when I'm on, and then, bam. <laughs> that day, like over the past 48 hours, all this stuff happened. Oh, yeah, I know. There's so much news. It's all it has been up. insane. And, you know, um, I'm sure like every HHN fan, we love it because it's been a very dry off season. Um, <laughs> interesting one for us to start a podcast, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We expected that by this point, we would be like what, like talking, like doing hype lists and just basically right. have <laughs> like a meat off the bones. Exactly. Going off nope. of Peacock Live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peacock Live. Doesn't that feel like that was just like a lifetime ago? Oh, my yeah, that's goodness. Insane. So yes. far. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Speaking of Peacock Live, I believe you are also going to send Hunter to Peacock Live, uh, yes. weren't you? Yes, we were. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We were all, all ready to send them there. And he just, uh, he all really he had to do was just arrange it. We were going to take care of it. And then, yeah, I was like, okay, well, world's yeah. a little weird right now, so sorry, Hunter. <laughs> yeah, we actually uh, planned on having Duff head there as well, and it just everything didn't go <laughs> go right. <laughs> that was a bad week. I'm at a loss for words how to describe it anymore. We just did a a bumper for one of our other shows, and I'm like, there's this moment of silence. I'm like, I have no other words to keep describing this. So I'll just say uh, <laughs> interesting times and leave it at that. <laughs> right? Interesting describes it well. So you know what? Yeah, Let, let's go with that. Hey, future us here. We wanted to quickly, uh, there was a bit of news, so we want to quickly uh, get you covered in this before we release the episode. Uh, Duff, what happened? So, uh, as you may know by now, the facade for the Tribute Store has started going up. It's really taking shape. (sighs) And it has been confirmed by team members that it should be opening this Friday, which would be the 24th of July, I believe. Yes, July 24th. Uh, So that sounds like actual confirmation i mean the team members are saying it at the park so you know i'll say that's that's announced it's official the only question here is what is it going to entail there's been no announcement Mm -hmm. so far and you know (laughs) if they're going by the past few years that there's going to be themed rooms to like the ips or even the icons who knows Um, but if those haven't been announced obviously they're not going to do that so the question is People have been speculating an announcement tomorrow, which would be July 23rd, the day we drop this. Hmm. Does that happen? 
or do they open with just a generic room that you know doesn't give anything away and just like the retro merch they've been selling and then build from there maybe just it's one room and then expand to the three rooms once they get closer to the event exactly or yeah. as some even say do they just do a, a mass release and everything comes out um i don't think that happens tomorrow personally i don't know how you guys feel about that yeah, it would be very um, strange for them to release uh, merch and, uh, and basically a day after announcing um, what's going to be there. That would is not something they have done before, but uh, we are in strange territory as well for mm-hmm. COVID-19. So who knows? Mm-hmm. See, I don't think they're going to force these announcements just to get the merch store open. Yeah. I agree. I no. think they could, they could push what they've released online in a single room, call it a day. That's what I expect. I do not predict there to be an announcement tomorrow. It could be. Who knows? It, it seems like a time because even in normal years, when BOGO ends is typically when they start announcing stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. And BOGO is uh, when this is released, BOGO had, will have just ended. Yes. And the 22nd. So yeah, I hope so, you, if you're listening, I hope you already bought it. If you're planning on doing frequent fear, just to kind of hedge your bets, you know, yes. you can always upgrade. That's what we've done. Well, that's what they're about to do and what I've done. Yes, we're yep, I'm buying my ticket as we speak. Actually, Yep. Right now. Clocking out. There we go. <laughs> so I think we're kind of in agreement here. We don't expect further announcements, so we're not going to see the full tribute store just yet. Right. Yeah, probably not. Um, I can't imagine that those that tribute store is pretty elaborate and I, I can't imagine they have been working on it. Um, I mean, I guess they could have been, but I oh, can't. Have Im- yeah. Have now we'll be able to see if we'll be able to get our favorite uh, like uh, Horror Nights house smell like through our masks. It'll be a good oh, test to see. It's going to smell like yeah. HHN. I mean, <laughs> yeah. when they did the uh, Mardi Gras one, it still smelled like HHN. So yeah, we're going to get a little can... bit of fix in July. Yeah, hopefully we can smell it through our masks, though. Yeah, that's that's, that's a big thing. <laughs> do you do your scent test before you leave the house? Spray some Lysol in front of the mask and see if you can smell it? Yeah, I should probably do that before I go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want it to fail when I walk into the tribute store. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I guess we don't expect an announcement, but we're excited about the tribute store either way. You know, see we're all excited. the money. That's, that's right. It's been online in person, so that's nice. Okay, One. back to past us, I guess. But let's get into some really, really fun news. Uh, if you listen to our we didn't time this on purpose. If you listen to our <laughs> last episode, we talked about a lot of the the merch and the uh, the retro shirts. Uh, it looks like we are getting 30th anniversary uh, retro merch. Yes, we are. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Duff, do you want to kind of go over what uh, they have already uh, listed in the shop? Yeah, absolutely. If you listen to the last episode, listen to like one through four. You got it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, so, yeah, they have uh, the Fright Night shirt, which they accidentally mislabeled 1990, uh, which has been pulled. <laughs> They're going to update it to 91, I would assume and hope. Um, they also had our number one shirt on last week's top 10, which was the 92 logo that has the pump uh, the chainsaw going through the pumpkin oh yeah uh, i believe had, i believe we wished that to happen we're like if this has we, to happen right and it, it oh, did, i think so. we said last week that this shirt has to come this year right 
Yeah, I think and we did. We'll take well, credit for it. Here, here we go. <laughs> like four days after we dropped it. Um, also, the 1999 Mummy shirt and then the 2000 Jack shirt. Uh, and they also have this in... Actually, they don't have the shirts anymore. They're all out currently. Sorry, oh, guys. Uh, but they'll probably be restocked. Uh, they also have shot glasses, uh, socks, posters, um, and pins. Yeah. Uh, but with this drop, we also did see what is likely to be their tagline, which is 30 years, 30 fears, which is very close to the typical blank years of fears. But, you know, that does the job. Mm -hmm. uh, it definitely sticks with that 90s aesthetic, um, uses very similar fonts to a couple of the shirts we mentioned and, and colors as well. Um, so so it looks like that is going to be the vibe we get throughout HHN 30. Yeah. Looks like some of the rumors are kind of coming true that the HHN 30 might have kind of a retro vibe, like an early mm. 90s feel. Mm. Which, um, again, last episode we talked about a lot. We absolutely love that idea. And here it is. Yep. Um, also, another big announcement of something that's come back from the dead. Uh, you might remember, what was it a month ago, maybe? A month and a half? Uh, we announced that Scare Actor Dining was canceled for this year um actually by representatives at universal saying that they would not be hosting it uh it's now back up on the website and it looks like character dining's happening with social distancing um they describe it as keeping social distancing in mind for photos with characters guests will be positioned in a designated spot that is six feet away from the characters you will not be able to make physical contact with the characters at this time and that's really the only thing on the site they have that uh, differentiates it from a normal scare actor dining year. Those are going to be some uh, long tables that they're sitting at. <laughs> Com comically long tables. <laughs> they're just going to be stilt walkers. They're just going to be on stilts, like walk walking around. <laughs> now, I also have to imagine that it's not going to be a buffet this year, right? Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think of that, but yeah, geez. Like, I think at Disney, they're doing, um, like, family-style dining where they bring out the massive amounts to your table. Yeah. So maybe something along those lines? Yeah, it seems like a lot of the, like, the, the dinner shows and things that are still used to run buffet-style have now kind of converted to, like, well, no, we'll bring out a certain amount for the table. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I have imagined that's what they'll, they will be doing, too, but who knows? And then I was cutting you off, Matt. I apologize. Oh no, it's all good. I was just going to say this might be so far, and I'm going to I'm going to preface it by saying so far the most bizarre thing to happen this season to have them confirm it wasn't, and everyone resided to the fact that it was gone, and then for it to pop up again. That's I can't recall something like that turning around that fast any other season. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's because I mean their answer for everything else has been. Stay tuned for more details. But yeah, true. Like, yeah. For, for this one, they said, nope, not happening. Sorry, guys. So yeah. for them to actually make that decision at some point and then completely do a 180 is very interesting. That must have just been, been the, yeah. Could have been the customer service person's last day, too. And they just, didn't right. <laughs> I think it went <laughs> by someone, like someone like executive's desk, and he's like, no, we need to make this work. <laughs> Rethink this. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, prints money for him yeah exactly it's, it's definitely uh it it makes a lot of money because uh what does it usually have like five scare actors in there maybe um 
and you're paying a lot more than they're paying for that food. So, <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever done it? Uh, none of us have actually. No, no we not, haven't. None actually. of us actually. No, uh, we actually were planning on going this year. You know, hmm. for the content. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then we got canceled. We're like, oh, okay. And as someone who doesn't love character dining, I don't hate that. I don't have to go. Cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I have to go. But they I are guess coming I'll up be interacting with me, so you know, I'll live. Yep. All right. Another um, interesting uh, kind of news, I would say, is there was an uh, interesting sign outside of Fear Factor stage. Duff, do you want to talk about that? Yes. So it was a few days ago. They put out a sign saying that Fear Factor was closed uh, for Halloween Horror Night preparation. So everyone freaked out. That means there's a show. Uh, by the next day, I believe it was, they changed the sign to one that just said Fear Factor will be closed for the day. Um, <laughs> so, so there's kind of like speculation was, was this completely an accident? Someone just put out the wrong sign? Or was it they put it out, it blew up on Twitter, and they went, oh, shit. We haven't announced anything. We should probably not put that sign out yet. Right. It's probably that one. Because there was stuff going in on there uh, last Saturday when I was there. Into the stage itself? Uh, I could just see, like, there was activity happening there, like, through, through like, the little spots and stuff. Because I do know it's one of the, what do they call them, the U-rest areas. And people actually get to walk into the seating. Um, and there wasn't any visible changes by the stage. That it could have very well been that then. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys have any predictions on uh, whether you think a show is coming or if it was just simply a mistake? Well, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not well versed enough in knowing like how popular the shows are here. So. Yeah, I mean, I've been on the record that I think that shows are going to probably be needed for HHN 30 if they need to, um, you know, try to get as many people as possible doing something so they're not just loitering in the streets. I think mm -hmm. shows are a good way to do that. Um, we've heard some strong rumors that shows might get the axe for some reason, um, but uh, I don't personally think that's true. I, I think the shows really do would help with HHN 30. And we've seen that they are able to do shows with um, the born spec stuntacular that they are still doing shows and doing their social distancing guidelines. So I don't see why they couldn't necessarily do that at the fierce factor stage or around the lagoon. If they, you know, just created little boxes that where you stand it in and assigned you a box. I'm, I'm on your side with the belief that maybe it should be done. Uh, just kind of have somewhere to put the crowds rather than wandering the streets. Um, I think with the lower crowd levels, it shouldn't be too much of an issue to social social distance within the theater, especially. Uh, do I know or am I going to pretend to know what they're going to do? No, not at all. I'm no. not going to take yeah. a full guess at this one. I believe it would help, but there's been such strong rumors that they don't want to do it that I, I, I don't know which way to go. Fair. Right. All right. Um, Duff, do you want to take the next one? Because I know you're really excited about this one. I, oh, I am not. excited too, but let's do you oh. want to talk about this next one? Uh yeah, this so this <laughs> isn't really HHN news. I don't know why this is just dropped in the middle of our news. Um Yeah, we show sure what this says like housekeeping, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But going back to the last episode, um, we did that top ten shirt. Uh we had Igor from Hunt Vault on as our guest, and we announced that we'll be doing a collaboration with Hunt Vault. And it's now available. 
It's a Slaughter Cinema-based shirt uh, that takes inspiration from the horror alumni shirt. And it's awesome. And you should go check it out. That's all. It's I a have. fantastic design. It's, oh, thank it's, you. It is awesome. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. Uh, we, we've kind of had a few designs we've been sitting on. And, you know, we don't have our own shop. And we've kind of wanted to be able to get them out. And Hunt Vault gave us the opportunity. And it came out better than we could have ever imagined. <laughs> yeah, super happy with it. So if you go to huntvault.com, you can take a peek at that on their shop. Uh, it looks fantastic. And um, I want like eight of them. <laughs> because they have about 75 different colors you can choose from. For oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. They do. They do. All right. Uh, another bit of news is that external auditions have now officially opened. Uh, before, they were just doing internal auditions. Looks like they have now opened up um, auditions kind of for everyone. Um, if you can find that link and definitely audition, uh, it is out there. Yep. And that's going to be, uh, you have to July 20th. It is a fun experience, uh, whether you get cast or not. I can attest to that. I have done it once in 2014, no less, which we'll get to. How appropriate. How appropriate. (laughs) All right. And the last bit of, uh, do you want to take this one off? This is a last bit. I I would put this in rumors. It kind of is a rumor, but we have news on the rumor, I guess you could say. Uh, So you're probably well aware. We've talked about it multiple times. The rumor that Hollywood Horror Night Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood uh, would not take play this year. It would be canceled. And there has been aerial footage of the tents being taken down. Uh, You can definitely see the facades. They're completely gone in two of the tents. So, uh, I mean, that kind of puts a nail in the coffin, I'd say. Uh, Because we're at a point where they should be well ahead of where they were. And uh, I've seen a few people say, oh, maybe they're just changing the facade. It's, It's a little late in the game for that. Yeah, I, I don't want to comment too much on it until there's official announcement. But if this is true, this is uh, very sad for a lot of people, including us, because I, I know we both were planning on trying to get over there this year. Yeah, definitely. I definitely feel for the people uh, who attend the Hollywood event. Uh, it, it sucks. It, if that happened over here, I'd be devastated. So yeah. uh, I can't I can't really imagine how it feels to actually see it happen. Yeah, my fingers are still crossed that there's uh, some hope out, but it's yeah, not looking necessarily good with just what uh, Governor Newsom announced uh, about a week ago too. So, and there's a last bit of rumor stuff. Do you want to take this one? Uh, this one's another a fun piece of rumors. Sure. So I don't know the validity of this rumor, but it has been talked about a lot. So I figured we'd bring it on the show as well. Um, there was a tweet going around saying that there was a production on the studio that involved jack and that it would be for hhn content that would be brought to peacock uh, which if you don't know is going to be universal's streaming service that actually just launched Mm -hmm. um so i guess basically what it would be is jack would host you through halloween horror nights including going through the houses in the scare zones uh so it'd be like a virtual tour of horror nights do we know if that means like this year or if it'd be like past no. years? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but that's that's the rumor that was going around on Twitter, at least. Yeah, to have professionally shot footage like that, that'd be insane. I am so excited for this. If this is true, this is um, going to be so amazing. I am really, really hoping. I know we have mentioned on the show that we think that Universal is going to really utilize Peacock and try to do kind of 
of the Disney Plus type of, at least they should try to um, do a lot more uh, park content on there. Um, and this uh, sounds like if this is happening, one of those things, and it's going to be amazing. Mm. I mean, yeah, I think we on the show like kind of begged for them to put HHN content a few months ago. Right. Uh, so if this is true, I am ecstatic. All right. Is that basically uh, it, guys? I think that might cover all the news and rumors. I believe so. Sounds like it. All right. Well, let's get right into our house dissection. I don't believe I mentioned it earlier in in it. Uh, Matt, we actually sent it over to you and said, Matt, what is the the, your favorite one that you want to go over? And uh, which one did you pick? (laughs) Which one did I pick for the show or which list did I send you? (laughs) for this sure you did send us a couple yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's for this one um <laughs> alien versus predator which is um yeah you said you said favorite which is not don't get me wrong it's not a it's not up there on my list but it's um well we'll get into maybe why that one stood out to me that i would want to talk about it because i wouldn't necessarily say yeah. it's my all-time favorite but it's definitely high up there but there's another uh, a, a more of a i don't know what the word i'm looking for is a different reason why it's, it always comes to my mind when people ask me about houses yeah okay while we're on the subject you, you could take it on now why did you want to go over this house okay it's it's mainly because growing up um a sci-fi and horror lover aliens and predator were like hit both those bills so they were some of my favorite properties to watch even though there wasn't that many movies of them while i was growing up there's a lot more now i always love them i love the design of both creatures and i love the movies and everything about them basically what it comes down to is that i never thought ever would i be able to experience something that had me walk through anything based on their world and see these creatures so this was when it was announced it was almost hard to believe because it was kind of one of those back of my mind, like fantasies almost that, that coming true. And it's like, I, I could not believe I was going to get an opportunity to see something, no matter what it was, even if it was, was based after the movies or wasn't. And we'll talk about that. It, it, I, I never thought in my lifetime, especially growing up, loving these properties, I would ever have an opportunity to see something like this. So that is why it, it was like, like I said, a, a kind of unrealized dream come true when they announced this. And then I just went through this so, so many times that year. Right. Yeah. I know when Duff and I were preparing for this after you told us this is the one you wanted to talk about, we realized that I don't think there's ever been an HHN IP or two IPs that had so much like fan lore around them um there is mm-hmm. so many people who are really into these particular ips and there's so much lore around it um this is at the time probably one of the bigger um ips that have ever come to the event at maybe the time, even, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah maybe even still so probably could be one one of the bigger ones for sure yeah if you're looking at like all-time success it's it's definitely up there for sure and it's a shame it'll never come back. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> As, uh, I know. I know. Yeah. Was it? Um. Yeah, they both are. They're both Fox properties. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say. I yeah. know for sure Predator yeah. is, but yep, Aliens is too. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You won't see those unless, unless Disney wants to do a trade again with Universal, right? Like with uh, <laughs> Al Michaels and Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. <laughs> I don't know. 
Money talks, and uh, yeah, if, if if Universal wanted to pay some big bucks to Disney, um, I think they they may uh, may take it. So we'll, oh we'll yeah, see. sure, G- give up your Marvel superhero <laughs> island. We'll be more than happy to give Alien Predator. <laughs> All right. Um, so the year was two, uh, 2014 HHN twenty four, and it was housed in a uh, location Soundstage twenty four, which was actually uh, sh- shared with Dracula Un- Untold Reign of Blood. Um, but what are some- polar opposites in fact? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, of all the the the. Uh, uh, giant IPs. And then there's the uh, ones that I want to be nice, but ones that were definitely used uh, IPs that were used to try to push a movie um, that was about to be released. Oh, I'm so, the- I, I'm so glad that I'm not going to say it's never happened again since then, but I'm so I'm glad it doesn't happen as often because it's it's usually lackluster because of the whole not giving anything away. So it's like whatever the best part of the movie, if the movie's any good, I mean, this is another story. If the movie's any good, you're not going to see the, any spoilers or best parts in the house. I'm, I'm glad that's been kind of pushed to the wayside. The yeah. Past few years. Yeah, definitely. I think, is this a good time to just kind of talk about, uh, 20, uh, 24 in general, because I was thinking about it. We have really ought, we ha- both Duff and I, this is a year that we have both been to. Uh, Matt, I know you've been to it. Yeah. Nico has not, but, uh, but uh, nope. we haven't really talked about 24 in general overall too much. Um, do you want to take a few min- minutes to just kind of uh, talk about 24 in general? Um, yeah, just kind yeah. of set the stage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll start it off by saying it has actually one of my favorite original houses ever. Um, can you guess what that one is? I bet you can. Oh, uh, man. It should be Roanoke, but I'm not sure. Oh, no. I love Roanoke. No. I love the There's really not a bad choice between, was there three of them? Dollhouse of the Dam, Giggles and Gore, and Roanoke? There, uh, there's really not a bad yeah. choice between those three. No, there's not. They were actually, um, obviously, they only had three of them. Yeah. But the consistency across originals that year was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah, they were all very good. Um, yeah, like um, you guys alluded to, definitely an IP heavy year. It was kind of right in the smack dab is when we started getting all these IPs, um, kind of um, gently shoved down our throats. Um, <laughs> uh, and I, I think, but most of them were pretty good this year. I have to say, the the IPs, even even smack dab right in the middle of the Walking Dead years. Yeah. I think we can all agree that this uh, Walking Dead house was utilized uh, pretty well. Yeah, yeah. it was. I, I, I think the best one. Um, I, I agree, I and that's what I was going to say. Dead. I think people forget that there was a good Walking Dead house mm-hmm. because of the Walking Dead fatigue. By the time we were done with it, and this was yep. this was the. By far my favorite one. This is where they should have stopped. They should have walked out on a high oh, note on that one. I would. Yeah. Um, although I thought 26 was actually the second best one. So I'll give it that. But well, yeah. that was like the we're sorry about 25 house because 25 yeah. was still atrocious. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I think overall 24, it was a really fun year. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was a year that I went probably the most because I worked at Universal at the time in events. So I would. Uh, uh, do a stay and scream, uh, like working the stay and scream thing, letting people in. As soon as we teared down the screen, uh, stay and scream, like kind of row, then I was free to roam, uh, get off and roam. And so I would do that often. So I got to go to this event quite a bit. So I was um, really enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. 
And then, I mean, if you want to talk about just the general quality of houses outside the originals, uh, we're about to talk about AVP, which obviously we enjoyed. We're talking about it. Um, Halloween uh, isn't some people's absolute favorite house. Oh, absolutely. That was fantastic, too. Uh, such a good yeah. house. Um, I mean, it, it was just a year where you could say half the houses were like really top notch. Yeah. Uh, I know what Nico's favorite house would have been. Uh, yep. From uh, Dust Till Dawn. God. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which one? From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you familiar with that property, Nico? Uh, not not really, to be honest with you. Really? Uh, well, I'm I think kind you, of shocked. <laughs> I think you would have uh, gone through it, and then you would have quickly Googled it and added it to your Netflix queue after going through this house. So we'll just we'll leave it at that. All right. That's, that's something <laughs> well, I'll have to put on my watch list. Yes, for sure. We know you're infatuated with hot houses, so there you go. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, every, that would definitely be. Would every definitely time we said mine. the term, every time we said the term "hot house" on our show, this is what conjures into my mind or images oh, from this house. Yeah, no matter what yeah, year we're absolutely. talking about. Yeah, this is the epitome of what a hot house kind of yes. looks like. Yeah. Oh, I mean, hot diggity comes right from the movie, so you know. But basically, yep. for uh, I think if I'm remembering correctly, it, it starts and ends in the strip club more or less maybe mm-hmm. not the exact the end stinger but i mean when you're bookend with that it's hard not to be the hot house of the year this yeah i mean and if you are working with that property why do you not use the strip club as much <laughs> right yeah <laughs> well, especially since the facade entrance was the strip club if yep. you walked into like you know an an alley or a car dealership from that entrance you'd be pretty disappointed all <laughs> <laughs> oh, right um, if you want to talk about the scare zones and shows at all well, yeah, well, just I, quickly. We can I would at least mention Purge because that was yeah. a phenomenal scare yeah. zone that year. Yeah, I, be, I believe we mentioned that early a uh, couple that last episodes week or two episodes ago. We're kind of uh, like low key suckers for the Purge zones, <laughs> not yeah. not necessarily the Purge houses. They've I been, agree. Yep, but the zones have always been done really, it, really good. It just it reminds me so much more of the feeling of the purge having it out on the street like that it's, mm-hmm. it might be have to do with the second movie being basically outside in the streets but for some reason it works better in that more chaotic atmosphere than the conga line because you know you're going to walk past everything i've always mm-hmm. even yeah. when it came back two years later i i still was happy to see it because i just think it works really yeah. well in that part of the park agreed i think the thing yeah. about the purge too is like it feels so real i guess you could say like yeah. it's, it's yeah. literally just people you know they're That's, going out yeah, and others and yep yeah attacking others and it, it just feels like it's living in and breathing and you're actually in it um, yes. which you can't say for a lot of scare zones uh, I remember at you least guys recently. talking about the truck that would come in and and kidnap people and the mm-hmm. first time i saw that i was texting quint actually of all people just letting him know how awesome that year was because he was about to come two three weeks later and i like sent whatever i sent and looked up like like right in the middle of that actually happening of her <laughs> getting grabbed and pulled on a truck and it actually <laughs> kind of took me a second to get my bearings and figure out what the hell I just saw. <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember. Was... Oh, go no, ahead. go ahead. No, I was gonna say I remember also like the opening ceremony that year of, yes. the, of the whole the whole purge uh, yep. countdown and mm-hmm. um, all the purge characters kind of like running towards the fence. Uh, it was a pr- pretty insane. I remember it being really cool. Yeah, I was just going to say the one thing about this scare zone, too, is that it was intense. It was very intense. Um, Obviously, a lot of that is done by the actual scare actors and what they put into it. Um, But just what that property is and throwing it, like you said, like in the streets, that just works so well. 
Yeah, didn't they have motorcycles too, or am I I'm making that yep. up? Yeah, nope, they, they had two. Well, I think it was like, dirt bikes, but dirt bikes, yeah, dirt bikes uh, yeah. with the truck. I forget if they're on either side or behind it or in front of it, but I remember it was part of the mm -hmm. truck. Yeah, so. definitely. And then, uh, if you want to hop over to shows, um, this was the last year of Rocky Horror, correct? Yeah, or am I, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know if it was the last, yeah, you might be right, but as it was a Rocky Horror year, which I do miss, that was my my generation's the room, so. I kind of miss that the theater experience. Part, I should say the movie's much older than me, but the theater experience was our this the room part. Just just to put that out there, I'm not that old yet. I'm getting there, but not yet. Yeah, I yeah, think we're I, both yeah Rocky Horror I, fans, right? Okay. I'm not, I'm yep, not a absolutely. huge fan. I, I don't hate it by any means, but I really kind of liked the the kind of condensed version that was at Horror Nights. Yes, that was fun. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. that was a little more enjoyable for me than actually going through. Uh, going to the theater and sitting through what the hour and a half show yeah which we've done what was it just once uh, we've only done it together once yeah yeah I, i've, I've done, done it a couple of, yeah you have I've done gone multiple times it. yeah <laughs> yeah and then more deep. than i am going to admit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i am definitely not a virgin when it comes to seeing the midnight show <laughs> <laughs> yeah those are yeah those are fun um any other zones or shows from uh, from 24 we kind of want to briefly discuss i remember face off um uh, then there was like uh, wasn't there like a masquerade oh, Bible Bible blood. blood deserves a shout out I yeah that one is a good one yeah i remember <laughs> i think it's kind of ushered us into more of the having a stage show within the scare zone uh, yeah that, that hasn't always been well it kind of was common before and then there was a period where it kind of dropped off uh, but you really had it in full force for this scare zone. Yeah, this is this is one of those years I have something positive to say about all of them. So it's yeah, that's not a real uh, clunker here. Face, face off is it's 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 seems to be hot and cold depending on who you talk to. But I was a real big fan of the show at the time, so I was eager to see it no matter what they did. So that's probably a little bit of built-in bias on that. Yeah, I'll be honest, I'm one of the people who knocks face off. So. Okay, that's hey, I get it. I get it. It just felt too it, much like um, they were showing off the right, talent yeah. rather than an yeah. actual scare zone, which I guess isn't a bad thing. But at that point, I preferred something separate than a scare zone. I'll be honest. I think execution-wise, it was done pretty good. Um, what I don't like about a face-off is kind of mostly kind of what it stands for. It's kind of one of those that's uh, was utilized more just kind of to push a. a a popular um universal ip at the time oh, for sure. um, yeah and to you know to to drive um viewers of something that was currently going yeah no you're not wrong which i mean you can't fully knock them for it's, it's what they're gonna do no yeah absolutely i'll take this absolutely. over zombie land return oh. <laughs> <laughs> almost yes. any scare zone over <laughs> zombie land yeah all right. Should we uh, finally hop into the uh, the main event, the the one that we're going to be talking about from this year? Yep. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, yeah, like we said, it's uh, housed in Soundstage 24. Um, some of the, if you have been 29, that was the same one that housed both us and Yeti. Those are kind of the uh, the two that were in 29, just to kind of give you an idea of where that was. Um, the popularity, wait times, and overall reception. Um, correct me if I wrong. I re uh, remember this being quite popular um, throughout the event. Yeah, that's my memory yep. too. This is the time when I would just buy Express like two or three nights, depending on 
if I was with a crowd that was with Express. So most of my wait times were in the regular, the standby line or whatever. I'm not sure what you call mm-hmm. it for hard nights. I think about it, but, uh, and it was always long. I would be reading a book on the Kindle app on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Expensively yeah. that season. If I remember correctly, it was definitely like battling the walking dead, uh, in yes. wait times. Absolutely. It was one of the main IPs of the year, um, along with Halloween and the walking dead. And it was definitely very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I would say like an average, we usually like to th- throw a number on it, an average of about 60 plus minutes for the, for what you would experience for waiting. Um, yeah, I mean, that sounds right to me. Ads, TV spots, social media. I do believe there was a, like a release video dropped. Um, there mm-hmm. was the, obviously an archway poster. Um, and then it was also mentioned in the official commercial. Um, if I don't remember, yeah. is it was like Walking Dead, Walking Dead, also featuring yeah. AVP. So, so they did their normal, like, um, you know, they created an HHN commercial that was fully based around uh, the Walking Dead. And then afterwards, they did featuring and they named every IP. Oh, yeah. Okay. AVP <laughs> yeah. was one of them. Um, they did get a pretty cool release video that mixed clips of uh, the movies. I think actually just AVP. Um, and then, you know, clips of people getting scared. Yeah. Uh, but it, it got a full like release video. Looked like AVP, and it's so funny now. Like at the time, it was like, and and still, just even a few years ago, it was. I I loved it. I love those release videos. But we've talked mm-hmm. about these so much on our show, and talked about it with other people about the kind of almost formulaic rut they got into of people jumping and screaming. Watching it again mm-hmm. today was a little more funny, funnier than it's been in the past. <laughs> <Yeah>. to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's a trend they've continued for sure yes <laughs> um merch i definitely remember like t-shirts and other kind of assorted stuff i don't remember anything standing out necessarily but i know there was definitely like t-shirts and stuff well, right guys? i know they had at least the one standalone shirt uh yep st- standard avp um and then it was on the house shirt of course and then it was also one of i the, think three it, of the event guide covers that year too ah, okay Oh, I think it was hol- that Halloween and oh, Walking it Dead. had to be another. Oh, Walking Dead, of course. Yeah. That's always Walking Dead. <laughs> That's the one I remember, unfortunately yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. awesome. AVP was, was the one I went out of my way to grab some out wow. of the rack on the way out the nights they had those because I, 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 they were free souvenirs and it looked cool. It was a cool graphic. You know, I always regret not saving everyone I can. But then I realized I'd throw them out a year later. So it's yeah, <laughs> I still have mine. The pathetic part is they're in a box that's covered in my closet with the door mm-hmm. shut. I'm like, they're doing a lot of good in there with no, not <laughs> anyone, including myself, even seeing them. So I don't yeah. know why I do it, but I can't oh. bring myself to throw them away. Don't get me wrong. I collect the most ridiculous stuff like park tickets and stuff. But mm-hmm. for some reason, when it comes to park maps, I'm like, eh, no, that's all right. <laughs> I remember the when 25 was around and it was all over Publix, like even down mm-hmm. like the snack aisleways or those those hangover things that or that, that doesn't sound right, but the things that hung over the um the shelves. I remember seeing one at the front of the register because the like little pegs got tore off and the girl went to pick it up put in the trash. I'm like, no, I'll take that. She looked at me like I was absolutely insane. See, I would take that for sure. <laughs> Just hiding out behind the Publix on uh, like November first. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> just waiting by the dumpster all right here they come here they go (laughs) oh my god i can't believe 30 years it's taken me to i didn't even think of it to hear that idea right that's it just Publix dumpster you got all the hh and stuff you can need 
I'll reach out to a brisket. I want this folded cardboard piece. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try to reach out to a contact I have at uh, Publix Corporate to see if uh, maybe we can get some. Appreciate it. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect, Nick. All right. So pre-event history, um, we do know that uh, I believe the the code word, there's usually a code word for each house. Uh, This one was EVAC, which is a a reference to the famous line, get to the chopper. Um, isn't, isn't this also the year that Transformers opened with the main character being Evac? Is it? Nico, what year is it? Wasn't it 2014? Yeah. That Did might transfer- be. All right, y'all vamp. Keep talking. I'll, I'll try to confirm <laughs> to see if this is when right it comes to the, man, When it comes to remembering these days, actually, I'm very impressed, even if you're within like five years, because everything for me happened last year, five years ago, or 1990. Yeah, I, yeah no, that's fair. That, that happens to me a lot. I don't know why i would remember that but i feel like i'm i'm pretty confident this one was 2014 it was definitely open because i I worked there but i don't know if it opened that same year so i'm i know that it has i think it may have opened 2013 but yep june june 20th 2013 but i'm still Ah, damn impressed that you're within a year we were close i would have never guessed that i would have said 2017 (laughs) (laughs) i tried and so i'll still give it the double reference because it was open all right. Well, the official announcement actually came on August 4th, 2014, which uh, August 4th is actually my birthday. Mm. Um, hey. It was announced for it was coming to both coasts. At this, um, It was to be a celebration of not only the 10th anniversary of the Alien versus Predator movie, but also the 35th anniversary of the original Alien. I didn't know that. I saw these notes you guys put together. I, I had no idea even that year. So this is all news to me, which is really cool that that's even a part of the uh, history of this house. Yeah, that's perfect. It was news to us, too. Yeah, (laughs) we found it out in research. Yeah, I remember the announcements for this year and we weren't and I certainly was not tracking them that we we didn't even talk about doing the show yet. So I just was what my history was with the event. And I kind of got accustomed to and this might not be true every year, but accustomed to the originals being like the finale. And the originals were announced before this. So I was kind of done looking for announcements. I didn't count the houses. So when this came out post the originals, that that was, I told you in the beginning, my excitement of this even existing, having that thrown at me after I thought we were already done. Like just imagine how that kind of double, maybe tripled my uh, (laughs) excitement of hearing about this. Cause I thought we were done for the year and then bam, here's something I thought I'd never see. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, it must have been uh, great having that like last um, huge announcement right yeah, before the well, event. And then Halloween, they announced like three days later, within a week later, too. So it's like on top of that, that's one of the all time classics. No matter you know what your horror experience is, you know what that movie is. So to find out I'm walking through these two properties after mm-hmm. kind of already preparing myself for the year was that was a, that was a fun year. It was a fun year all around preseason and season. Yeah, oh, and definitely. I think people kind of forget because it was kind of tucked in those walking dead years and it just gets generally trashed. Mm-hmm. But 24 had a lot of good stuff. It did. Yeah. Um, it also in that, um, that kind of um, press release, it said that, uh, or was this an Orlando set in an article? Was, yeah. Orlando yeah, Sentinel, right. uh, from Mike Aiello. 
statement. Oh, gotcha. So he's quoted to say, um, puppetry, costumes, and unique environments have been created in collaboration with 20th Century Fox. So he's basically saying that a lot of these puppets and things were you directly collaborated with from 20th Century Fox, which uh, when we get to it, it looks like some of these puppets mm-hmm. are really, really good. And yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, we yeah we have definitely theories of that if some of this might have <laughs> came directly from um, from Fox, but it was really good. Yeah, I, I mean I'll talk about it a little bit now. Why not? But the puppets used for uh, the xenomorphs in this house are some of the best puppets I've ever seen at Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, absolutely! It, yeah, it would be hard to imagine that these weren't like original molds for the latex costumes in the movies weren't somehow involved in making these because they're that good and then mm-hmm. si- and proportionally sized well too it's not like they're they mess with your perspective they're you know if a guy was in that costume it would be that size at least from what i remember yeah no they were yeah. they were definitely a bit towering um so i mean again one of the most impressive uh pieces of costume or puppet i've seen at the event for sure for sure um all right let's hop right into it so um there's really no it's a soundstage so there's really no outside facade uh and also there was really nothing special about the queue it's just kind of a normal um queue um just kind of leading up to soundstage 24 but then once you get in uh that's when uh it really starts to get great um do you want to take this first one duff this inside facade yeah sure uh so you walk in and you kind of hear the sounds of what will kind of sound like a jungle i guess you could put it uh, chirping and stuff in the background um it's also raining there's there's thunder uh flashes of lightning throughout um and the first thing you kind of see uh, obviously the base of the building in the back uh but is a large truck uh with the wayland yutani logo on it uh, and this thing was actually pretty massive too that uh, was that was the jaw dropper moment turning that I, I, I want to say turning a corner into there. I don't think you do. I think you kind of walk straight in. But when I got a good look at it and just this, this very alien esque looking vehicle from the mm-hmm. things from aliens. And then the Wayland Yutani logo, that was like, that was my jaw dropped and I'm about to get completely in another world. Just another few feet from this. When we get to that part. Oh yeah, definitely. They, they set the stage for this so well. Yep. Um, with uh, not just these props, but the effects around you, like you, you really felt you were about to walk into. I guess you'd call it the Wayland Yutani base. Um, yeah, it was like and, a, a base for sure. And then as you get closer, you notice there were screams coming in from inside that <laughs> building. Um, there are radio calls which seemed to be coming from the truck uh, that we couldn't fully make out. Uh, they were probably saying something important, but we we don't know what they said. <laughs> uh, but they yeah. sound very panicked. Yes. Um, and then you see. I hope this is the right terminology, uh, but the plasma caster of the predator, it's um, like it's laser, like laser sights, sight, yeah. like the uh, three point the triangle three po- yeah. or whatever yeah. you can call. I don't know what its name is either. Uh, I, I just it's we, we tried to look it up in the beginning caster, and I don't know what the it's called. That's yeah. the closest we got. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the laser sights, um, the, like three pronged ones. Yeah, uh, I think this is perfect time to say that uh, we are going to be totally wrong when it comes to like <laughs> uh, what like, we are not necessarily into the lore of of either of these properties. I think you are a little bit more than us, Matt. So we're going to be uh, please don't uh, take offense if we call something that has a distinct name. We call it something very <laughs> generic and uh, embarrassing because we probably will. 
So to be generic, the Predator's laser sight was moving along the building. So you kind of know what you're getting (laughs) into at this point. (laughs) I'm sure it has a name, a very distinct name, but it's its laser sight. I I can hear some of the listeners right now pushing up their glasses and saying, (laughs) oh, (laughs) Oh, and they should, because uh, like we said, this this uh, both of these properties have huge allure and backstories that we're just both just not really honed into. Mm -hmm. Um, We both I think we enjoy both all the properties. I think we've seen most of the movies. We just don't necessarily we're not really into the comics or the video games necessarily um but we enjoy it all right right Delph? Yeah, i can speak definitely. for you yeah both properties for sure even the actual alien vs predator uh series uh well okay the first one i enjoy yeah absolutely um so then once you cut you kind of go into the base and then you're in kind of this industrial uh, stylized uh hallway and then you have these large uh, concrete walls uh, and then you have like the tr- blue track lighting on the, the the ceiling, and then there are like sirens going on, basically saying like, "Yo, uh, shit's about get, about to get crazy." Um, and then uh, going coming from the end of the wall, there's like a, like rubble. It looks like it had like collapsed, so it's like this base is already falling apart, and it's like a blocked pathway that looks kind of like a mirror effect that you like you should be continuing down that pathway but it kind of turns you because it's blocked and forces you um to do like a right turn and that kind of sends you into what uh the first like main room would be um so you're going to go through the typical meat locker hangers and then immediately as you go through on your left hand side you'll find a xenomorph just kind of busting through a vent Uh, so you get your first scare uh, and it's, as we said, a very impressive looking xenomorph as well. Um, so I think this, if from what I remember, this was like kind of set the full tone of the house for me. I saw that first xenomorph. I was like, damn, this is going to be really good. Um, yeah. This yeah, whole it's... room, though, it had like heavy strobe light usage. Um, it had a lot of sif and like hanging piping. Um, and then you kind of go down like this short, dark hallway that would take you into the next room. Yeah, I remember this house in general just being like a sensory overload. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there's just being like a lot of sounds and smells and, and like sif in your face. So from there, you kind of just continue down and you enter in a lab where there's like computer monitors on your left hand side. And it looks like they're kind of depicting like research being done on it looks like the xenomorphs. And then on a wall to your right, it looks like you there's like a further research going on. And you kind of continue down and then the, you see like a room with two incubation tanks right guys mm-hmm. yes yes this and this is where it i'm i'm now drawn in it sound it plays a huge part for me in the houses I'm, I'm sure a lot of other people too mm-hmm. but when you go in and you start hearing that kind of it's very alien um like that <laughs> radar sound the thing mm-hmm. it was always on hicks gun or hicks yeah. gun from what i remember but since you're hearing that and it's very distinctive to that movie. And you just kind of have that spaceship, even though I guess you're in a laboratory, but you have that, like, uh, I'm not sure what hexagonal hexagonal feel. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what shape it exactly is. It's not for the strict four walls and the lighting and the computer monitors and that sound. I'm like, I am sold like just 10 steps into this building. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was very immersive for sure. Yes. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it really sucks you in. It makes you feel like you're in this um, this base that is being attacked by uh, two different types of races of aliens. Right, right. Uh, and then kind of from there, you're so you're at the, the incubation takes. And the first one is like empty and it looks like something has broken out of it and the glass is shattered. And then the second has like a face hugger that was like uh, occasionally would jump around. It was like a mechanical prop that would literally like the, the face hugger would like jump lunge at you. Yes. You guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then to your left, you actually see like a predator like laying on the bed. So it's like some sort of like autopsy room, I would guess I would call it. And you see a, a predator with like green glowing goo and like a giant, um, like a bur- chest burster hole in its belly um, where it had just uh, busted through. Uh, and then to your right, you kind of get your first uh, human boo hole, right? Where it's mm-hmm. kind of, there's like a, um, like a worker who is like, has his face burned with acid. Do yep. I remember? Yep. Yeah. That's what, yeah. That's what it seemed like, like it was. Right. Yep. He's holding his face um, from what I remember. And then when he like screams and lets his hand down, you kind of see that burn almost melted look where he had his hand covered. And his, and uh, I guess it was a scream trigger. I I, mm-hmm. I tend to when I get immersed in these houses, I forget about the, the speakers and kind of remember the people actually screaming. But I'm sure he wasn't screaming every 20 seconds oh, or he yeah, had no voices. <laughs> so I, was a trigger. I, I never think about that in houses. So yeah. I'm totally with you there. Yeah, they're so good at that. Oh, man, that had a lot of audio triggers. Right. But it didn't. No, absolutely (laughs) not. Fully immersed. Uh, So then you kind of enter another room. Uh, This is the first time in the house. Uh, It's going to be a common theme where things get, like, really dark. Uh, So it's Mm going to be a hallway. And then this one kind of gets the anticipation going because you hear, like, that predator, like, the growl they make. Just, like, throughout that entire dark hallway, that's what you're hearing. Uh, you finally come up to a more lit area. There's like a couple windows along your left-hand side there. Uh, and then there's a, a really good mechanical prop of a facehugger uh, with a jump scare. Because the first one you could kind of see just he was sitting in the incubation tube. You know something's going to happen. This one is completely out of sight of the window. And it comes flying out the window. Looks like he's going to land on your face. Of course, hits the window instead and uh, falls back down. Uh, but one of my favorite jump scares, just because it's like one of the early ones. Uh, and, and you can see what they can do with that face hugger. Yeah. Uh, just past this, you're going to find uh, another boo hole with a human jumping out. Uh, he just kind of jumps out like screaming in pain. And then he, this is one that has a lot of strobe lighting as he jumps out. Yeah. You know, typical boo hole. And then there's going to be one last scare within this room. Uh, and it's a predator and he's just kind of standing in like this dark corner. Um, he's not really doing too much. And he's really only being um, uh, shown by those distant strobe lights. So he would kind of go from this absolute pitch black corner to you can kind of faintly see the predator. Um, The one thing that stuck out the whole time was, though, you could see his like three pronged laser sight. That's what I was going to say. You you could see that first if you caught him at the very end of whatever, however long that hallway was, which to me was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Especially when that room starts off with him with the growls he makes <laughs> yep. and then you see those those lights and you're like oh man here we go i i think there is one thing not in your notes before we move into like kind of the second act of this house mm. unless it's further in the house do you have the um predator um kind of light camo effect listed anywhere here that i'm not seeing 
Uh, I don't think we do, actually. We may be missing that, yeah. Before we get to that first Predator, and I think before the second, um, like, uh, human area where the humans were attacked, there was another set of screens that were kind of flanking the, I think it was like the left wall. They were, Mm -hmm. like, kind of, um, uh, they didn't have many, much imagery on them. They're just kind of there for scenic. And then you get to, I think, like the second to last screen. And if you happen to look at it, it you would think it was just kind of like this, just mm. this, this dark kind of shot of the outside. But if you happen to be looking at it, you would see a predator like stand. He was squatting and he'd stand up and kind of turn his back and walk away in this screen. It was obviously a TV, a video, but it was mm. if you happen to catch that and not catch it before, it's a really nice surprise when you do finally see it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's like uh, we were talking about earlier when that face hugger jumped at the window. It's along that yeah. wall. Okay, like, okay, you're yeah, absolutely yeah. right. Yes. Yeah, we just I, missed t- talking about it. I kind of remember that because I didn't see it like my first one or two times. So it's mm-hmm. like when I did see it, it's like, oh my god, there's something new. I thought I had the thing memorized by now. <laughs> yeah, and I, I actually should have remembered this because I always love um, video effects when they work well, and I thought yes, that was pulled yeah. off pretty well. <laughs> Yeah, I would say like the best houses have this like when you go through like the fourth or fifth time and you notice like something that you never noticed before. Mm, like, yes, oh, you're like, right. Yep. Yeah. Like uh, gr- not to go back to graveyard games, but I feel like uh, <laughs> that one, there was like scares in that that I didn't notice until like six times in. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like uh, this one does that very well as well. Like there was a yeah. lot of things that you would notice um, about the third, fourth time in. I'd like to point out that I'm fully expecting this from Haunting of Hill House because of their hundred plus hidden ghosts throughout. The- <laughs> uh, yeah, that's definitely going to be one of those things for that. Yeah. All right. Um, so from there, you uh, you walk through like a, a cornered transition hallway with flashing uh, alarms and sirens blasting. You kind of uh, see like a static prop of like a human head and neck that has been removed from its body and kind of laying on the table. Um, coming around that corner, you'll find a xenomorph busting through like piping and smoke uh, uh, effect that's and like strobes, and it kind of busts through and another really good um, xenomorph puppet. Mm. Yeah, that's just this. Yeah, there, I do have one complaint about that. We'll talk about it at the end about the xenomorph puppets, but it is so minor compared to how fantastic they are it's yeah they are i, I miss them a lot <laughs> yeah i'm really interested to hear this uh minor complaint but okay we'll, okay. we'll get there we'll you get can, there we'll yeah get there. yeah um so to the next room actually one of my favorite rooms just because of the kind of detail in it uh like you were talking about like the sounds um so basically you're walking in and you find like on your bottom right a bunch of eggs it's like a, a xenomorph nest i guess it would be um and you can actually hear like this. I don't know how to fully describe it, but like when you things are sticky and they're dripping, yes. it has like that sound. Um, and then the wall there is actually sticky and gooey. Um, so like fully immersing you into what that is. Yeah. Um, and then to the left, you get another uh, face hugger jump scare. Uh, and this one's like right at face level. Um, and I, I loved when those were happening because. I mean, that's what a face hugger does. It feels like it's actually jumping out at your face. Um, so love that. And then you'll actually get some more nesting area on the bottom left. Uh, what I loved about this room is just, I basically said it before, but how immersive it is. You actually yeah. feel like you're walking through this nesting area. 
Uh, not really great scares throughout, but a nice room. Yeah, the sound in this room was a, a really, really amazing. Like, um, it really sounded like you were in the nest. So from there, you kind of entered down a long hallway with an ominous score of blasting, um, it, taking an early exit from this area into a foggy room that's only lit by like small bright lights along the wall. Um, coming to the end of this long hallway, you'll find like a human like trapped uh along the wall it's kind of like still kind of a part of the nest a little bit right where they're like the humans are kind of like trapped into like the nesting mm -hmm. yeah like from yeah. the movies yeah oh yeah that's like they're that's definitely um a, a movie element i'm not sure no well no it could have been alien but definitely aliens it's like they would trap them and the rest from there they'd trap them up there for the the face huggers to immediately latch on to and I guess I guess I'm pregnant. I never really thought of the term before. Oh, or yeah, I guess so. Yeah. No, not just. Uh, I can't think of the other word I'm looking for. So, but yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely from the movie, which was cool because we'd seen the egg room, and that's where I expected to see it. And then when you turn, and when you think, oh well, I guess that'd be like you know a little difficult to do night after night, and then you turn the corner, I'm like, oh no, it's not. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> Yeah, one of them actually has like a chest burster like emerging from her, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Yeah, so this is the one that you, that's like pinned up against the wall and looks like she's like kind of dying already. And then uh, with the flash of a strobe light and the sounds, the chest burster comes popping out, yep. makes his appearance. <laughs> And then to your right, I believe there's like a human, uh, like like uh, soldier, um, like shooting um, towards the chest burster. Mm -hmm. That oh the sound. Talk about the sound again. The the sound of those guns. That's so distinctively alien as well. That was awesome to hear that track isolated in a in a trigger, and then the, with the flashing effect of the the prop gun. That was that was another just like moment where I was like, I can't believe I'm able to experience this. You know, I didn't even kind of think of it that way, but taking that from what you've only heard in the movies to actually experiencing that, just that sound. Yeah. That, that is a huge piece of like what makes this house what it is. And like, right. Again, like we will, we always talk about in this show how there's so many details you never even notice, but make you enjoy the house and you just have no idea. And yep. I'm finding this is one of them for this house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, definitely. The, the the sound effects really add so much immersiveness to this to this house for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, so after this, you're actually going to turn into another like kind of pitch black room. Uh, after walking through for a couple seconds, you just hear the noises. It's dark. Um, you come across a man. Uh, he's on the ground. You can tell, uh, and he's telling you to run. Um, and then you get a reveal with strobe lights that he's actually kind of being pulled into the ground um, by a, an alien of some sort. Uh, it could be a xenomorph. I, I couldn't completely uh, call it out. I don't know what it was exactly. Um, but as you're walking by, a bunch of screens still from him as he's being dragged down lower. Um, then you come around the corner, and then a bunch of flashing red lights, sirens. There's a like, heavily damaged area with a lot of rubble. Um, and then to your left, you're going to see uh, like a hanging human body that's hung by its feet. <laughs> um, it's just like behind like a caged door, I guess it would be, or a caged fence. Uh, and a predator just kind of pushes the human body out of the way uh, and like comes at you and all the way up to the fence. Um, and that is this one of was my the predator scares. It, it was it was the predator hero moment. I was like, this was mm -hmm. the I was because we'd seen 
we've even talked about it. We've seen quite a few xenomorphs from now, and and there's been a, some predator appearances. But I was waiting for that grand face to face predator meeting, and it, it did not disappoint. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, it was great. And it, it's funny that you say that because when we were doing a little more research about this, me and Mike were saying like, you know, I don't remember just how many xenomorphs there were in this house <laughs> compared to <laughs> predators. Yeah, it kind of takes forever until you get like to really see. Uh, predators come out yeah um and i mean across it it's still xenomorph heavy and just yeah. alien heavy in general but um this specific scene kind of gives the predators all the shine they need yep yep yeah this is kind of the the predator uh we're kind of moving into the little bit of like the predator area where the predator is definitely featured um kind of right here and a, a, a little bit further as well right yeah and I think me and some friends were well, I know we were. I don't I think my friends actually coined it. We were calling it Aliens Then Predator for a little while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we still yeah. loved it, but you kinda had to acknowledge the fact that it was uh you kinda had those two uh divisions for a little while in this house. Yeah, they're not really blended super well together. If you had to say right. what talk about this is not necessarily air alien versus predator, it's kind of like like you say, <laughs> alien alien then predator. Yeah. <laughs> kind of works for me though I, oh I yeah like oh, the, I, I mean if you go I'd by the movies again, again I, I, yep I, the predator is like the the hero in the end that comes out right. and helps so i can roll with that yeah all right so from there you kind of go through those um those uh plastic slats again and you encounter uh hicks and he's shouting, um, you want some of this? <laughs> and then uh, as he's like firing the gun across the hall, um, <laughs> coming around the corner, you find another xenomorph that has kind of busted through glass and is lunging at you. Um, to the left, you find a, a, another soldier kind of fi- firing at him with a, like a handgun this time, uh, dire- uh, directing you to kind of get down and escape. And then I think they're saying things like, let's move it. Let's go. We don't got time to waste that type of thing. Yep. And then this kind of brings you into something you don't see at Horror Nights anymore and maybe you won't see again. Um, <laughs> and a man of my age is happy about it, but I enjoyed it when I, back then. Uh, so what we're referring to is you would actually have to duck to crawl through this vent um, that you were being alluded to that you have to escape. Oh, awesome. So this entire little yep. hall that you're ducking, um, it's not like fully on your knees or anything, but you know, you have to get down like probably a, a full foot of ducking. Yep. Um, and this vent is like heavy strobe lighting uh, and you get your final scare like at foot level busting out of a vent is a xenomorph. Um, and then that's it. You exit the house right after that. That xenomorph, the first time I saw it got me so good that I ended up whacking my back on something. Not <laughs> terribly hard, but it's like, like you said, you, you weren't on your knees, but you're hunched over. So mm-hmm. my reflex was to, was to, I apparently jump up and I, not, not again, not real hard and not, an injury but enough that i bumped into something from just reflectively standing up and that was i was happy about it it's like that's something if it got me that good that was a good thing yeah it's it's worth the pain absolutely yes yeah. exactly yeah <laughs> uh, and, and i'm one of the belief that the like foot level scares are like the absolute scariest yeah you know i'm at the point where you know not too much is gonna get me i can occasionally get caught off guard but those foot scares that that's one that i'm always kind of like, oh oh crap okay um, like, yeah. what's his name in uh, us? I, I can't remember. Pluto. 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 Thank you. Uh, when he was there, that was the best scare in the house by far. For sure. Mm, yeah. 
All right. Well, that basically uh, covers going over through the house. Then we like to kind of uh, kind of we have like different scales we like to go over um, about what we kind of as a general rule, what we thought of the house. So one of the scales we have is called the scary scale. Basically, how scary we, we felt the house was. What do you guys think? Where, where do you does this fall in um, a scale of one to ten? For me, it's not like absolutely terrifying, but it had some good scares and I put it around the seven range personally. Yeah, this one, the scary is always sub- uh, subjective. Everyone finds something different uh, scary. Um, but for me, it was a definitely not necessarily super scary house, but more kind of immersive fun house. Mm. But yeah, I would kind of put it in that range, same range. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I'm the same way. Actually, I made it a six because it's not the scariest house and it does have the disadvantage of when you go through it two, three times, you kind of know where all the xenomorphs are because mm-hmm. they're in the same spot. So you are able to prepare yourself for them. You don't have that necessarily uh, um, random human factor. But yeah. it had enough now and again that it wasn't quite below a five, so I bumped it one more up instead of six on this. Yeah, no, that's a fair rating, I think. Uh, so let, you want to call it a six and a half? Yeah, sure. sure. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> uh, um, I'm interested to know uh, what's your so your one thing you said was flawed about the the xenomorph. Okay, yeah, the xenomorph. It, I, I would uh, now. I mean. <sighs> I know that they couldn't make them constantly drip and drool because that'd be difficult and mm-hmm. it'd probably be dangerous if you got the right stuff and had people slip all over it. But beyond that, they never looked, they looked a little too dry. I know that might be a, sound, a weird description, mm-hmm. but it looked like there should have been a little more glossy sheen to them, a little more kind of that wet. Cause they, the, it, the, the xenomorphs were always drooling, always looked like they were mm-hmm. yeah. wet or, or kind of like a viscous slime all over their body. These were a little, too dry looking but that is such a that is a matt going through the 10th time nitpick i mean (laughs) before that it didn't matter i'll I'll be completely honest it's never crossed my mind but you are 100 right if you think back to any of the alien franchise movies if you're seeing like a close-up shot a a large focus of that is like the the dripping drool or Mm -hmm. whatever is coming off their mouth it's a very drippy movie yeah yes (laughs) But like that's like a focal point of the close-up shots that you notice, and like you're right, there there is absolutely none of that on the puppets. Uh, like you said, uh, there's probably very good reason for that. Yes, but, yeah. Um, I guess it didn't take away from it for me because I literally didn't notice till now. But that is absolutely accurate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so the next scale that we have is the immersive scale. I like to say this is the one. What's the one that kind of takes you out of the Halloween Horror Nights of, event and puts you in to whatever environment they are trying to build for you and makes you forget that you're in a theme park? Um, how well do you guys think it did this? Very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was a big secret for me to agree that. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Uh, this one was me. very impressive. It's it's like one of those ones that you kind of look towards a 10, but I can't go all the way 10, yeah. so I'll give it a 9. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you're, I'm, I'm 100% on there with you. I mean, 10, 10 is just something that's, that's um, almost a, uh, a uh, one of those moments. I don't even know. I, I said once in a lifetime about this house coming here, but maybe that is a way to say it. Like, like when you don't, when you completely don't realize you're in an event at a theme mm-hmm. park, it doesn't happen 
all the time. It's very, it comes very close, but it doesn't happen. And this was very close, but I, I'm with a nine as well because it's hard not to because I did love walking into this every night. I went. Yeah, definitely. Um, that Which leads us to our fun factor. So basically just like how how big of a grin do you have um, <laughs> while you're in the house as well as thinking of back at the house? Uh, when you basically after you step out of the house, how do you be like, man, that was fun as hell. Um, how high, how high do you think uh, this one was? I loved this one. This I'd, one was I'd call it fun as hell, as you'd say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, again, really high, like the eight nine range for me. Yep. I went nine again because it was it was the uh, that was the one for me that year. I mean, it, I I think I had more individual moments, and I we did talk about them on our show because um, we had. Uh, some new friends going with us and it's always fun getting a first time as experience. But for me personally, that was like, it, it was all about this house. So it's a, it's a solid nine for me. Mm-hmm. Mike? Yeah. Um, definitely. I would say uh, definitely a, a nine, almost pushing 10. <laughs> um, I can't think of, um, it just ticks all the boxes for me, man. You know, it has um, really cool things to uh, uh, see um, a cool story. Um, it, it ticks all the boxes, like cool yeah. uh, special effects, um, sound effects, um, mechanical props, static props, uh, puppets. It has it all. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. It does have a lot of Halloween Hard Night elements. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it, apart from it, probably had almost all of them minus 3D. I mean, we've got couple screen yeah. effects we got the mechanics we got puppets Sweet. we got actors so this is i didn't really realize how many halloween horror night or foundations of halloween horror night were in this house till this conversation i think really as far as non-3d houses go the only thing you're missing at this point is like a bungee oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yep that would otherwise been, i think I it literally has everything yep disney kind of has had the copyright on the bungee uh Zoomworth, though, <laughs> at this time so <laughs> Sure. It wouldn't surprise me if that actually was the case. <laughs> uh, another one of the scales we like to go over, which I, I kind of uh, uh, have to attribute to uh, catacombs of ha- Halloween Horror Nights. Um, this is the the hotness factor because um, I you guys always talk about the hot house, and I think we yeah. kind of, uh, have definitely uh, borrowed that term from you guys. Oh, I think I, are the original? Yeah, the original. Uh, <laughs> coning of the the hot house uh so um what the what do you guys think is this this one have any hotness factor at all i would say probably not no. well i think it probably depends not. what your google searches look like uh, <laughs> <laughs> personally yeah. it's at a zero for me nico might yeah. be at like a nine i'm not sure <laughs> well you didn't you didn't see the art that my girlfriend drew in high school about xenomorph so <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, there we go. True story. True story. <laughs> oh, geez. Maybe we should give it a two then, because some people might be really excited about this. Um, Maybe. I'll, I'll contact her and see if she still has any of that. Moving on to the <laughs> gore factor. Um, this one is subjective as well, because yeah. I wouldn't say there's anything traditionally gory in this one. N- not a lot of blood and guts necessarily. A few moments, but nothing too crazy. But there is a lot of alien gore in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, where would you guys put this one in the traditionally gory house? I would, I would kind of put it middle of the road to low, just because it's not your traditional blood and guts and slice mm-hmm. and slice and dice type of house. Um, I'd agree that it's middle of the pack. Uh, mainly because there is some gore, but it's coming more from um, 
predators and you got green blood instead of red blood and uh you do have the uh human who's been decapitated you have some acid (laughs) burns so that adds yeah yeah the chest burster out of the the girl who's stuck in the nest so there's yeah i could see being right in the middle at like a five yeah yeah mine's yeah I was gonna say I actually went a little lower um, when I wrote it down. I wrote down a three because it's not that mm. gory. It's kind of I gave one point for every um, movie element. I'm like we had the chest burster, we had the skinned body, and then we had the um, uh, predator chest burster with the green blood. So I, I that's that was me stretching to find gore, and that's fine. I mean I didn't mind at all. It wasn't gory, but I I don't mm. think this is gore is a very high uh, element in this house at all. Yeah. yeah, I'd agree with that for sure. Okay. Uh, so we could do it at like a, a four, I'd say it's a good number then. Yeah, okay. that works. That works. Uh, and then uh, the last one we like to do is we call it the legacy prediction. This one is um, how well is this going to stand the test of time where people look back at Halloween Horror Nights, mostly uh, fans like like Halloween Horror Nights nerds. We all th- look back and think about this one, um, that how it uh, basically affected the event and how much we think about it fondly. So I think it's going to be decently high. Uh, I think it's probably one of the better IPs they've had, to be honest. Um, and I think it has a huge benefit of being massive properties involved too. Um, so probably like a, a seven to eight for me. Yeah, I would okay. say it's a seven. I think the best thing about this one is from it kind of a, encapsul, encapsulates like the the time period of Halloween Hornets from this like IP focused years. Mm-hmm. It kind of it, it's one of those kind of IPs. It kind of reminds me a lot of some of the other IPs from these years too, where you get to like the resident evil houses and you get to the, the silent Hill and the thing from 2011. It kind of reminds me of some of those like IP houses, but it's definitely like one of the biggest IPs they've ever grabbed. And it has such a fan lore as well. And they do, they do it better than some of those other houses as well. So I feel mm-hmm. like if, if you take a look at some of the houses from this IP focused time period at Halloween Horror Nights, this is going to be like the crown jewel, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree with that. I'd agree with that. Actually, I had seven as well, but I did have a, 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 but a, uh, what do you, would you call it? A um, kind of a caveat to that. I think it would be a seven in regular conversation comparing years, talking about IPs, like kind of general subjects. But if you bring it up next to another sci-fi property like Interstellar Terror or Dogs of War Derailed (laughs) or anyone that might come in the future, then I think to people it would be, they'd they'd actually be talking about it even more so and probably more talking about it like it was a nine in that condition. We don't have that every year, so I would stick with seven, but I do put that kind of that asterisk saying if you're ever going to talk about it in a sci-fi realm, then it would be regarded as a nine. Uh, I mean, yeah. if you're putting this next to Interstellar Terror, this is like an 11, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that basically does all the scales. Does anybody have anything else they want to say about um, AVP or 24 or anything else we talked about? I will say to kind of bookend um, my comments, the the whole once in a lifetime thing when this was announced was, I mean, that was that's that's how I felt when it came along. Then. Quint and I started doing our podcast and Hollywood the, the next year we started doing our podcast, Hollywood decided to bring their house back for 25. Mm-hmm. 
that was a huge factor in me and him deciding to go cover both events that year so that we could experience this again because we liked it so much and just to kind of get the full experience under our belt but theirs was different it was there was a lot um different to it including the the queen i mean that's a huge difference but again from never thinking i'd do this to doing this two years in a row in two different places was just really unreal yeah absolutely so how did you feel the uh, hollywood version compared if i had my choice of the two i'd want to see the orlando again how's that for an answer uh, diplomatic I'll answer I'll take it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well that was uh so much fun guys i really enjoyed that um Matt, thank you so much again for joining us. If you want to hear uh, Matt talk about uh, this house and um, 24 in general, he, again, this is his most recent kind of uh, look back. Um, do you have an official term for what, what you call those, uh, Matt? Uh, I do. It's, um, yeah, it's just our uh, our look back, I guess, is a way to say it, because it was... <laughs> It was what the series was supposed to be, so we didn't have to define episodes. But of course, it's, it's we have what 160 episodes, and there was only 24 years when we started, so it's a little hard to say every episode's about a year at that point. But yeah, so we never yeah. really did define it. I'd say look back, that's the best way to say it. Yeah, so yeah, his most recent one, um, uh, with you and Quint, um, it just was released a couple of months ago. So mm-hmm. if that is out there, definitely, uh, if you want to hear more about uh, 24 in this house, definitely go uh, listen. It is a really great uh, two, set of two podcasts. Thank you. And let me thank you guys, of course, for having me on, even though I kind of uh, guilted my way on <laughs> during our, was it the, the, help, the, the Helping Haunts um, drawing where we did the prize drawing. <laughs> I was very vocal about Hunter being on this show and me not being on. And somehow you guys picked up on that request. I mean, I thought, yeah, that's pretty subtle. You guys, you guys can read between the lines. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, you honestly, may not, yeah. We were able to pick up on that. <laughs> but, um, you may not believe me matt but i uh duffel remember that back when we were first uh basically start talking about okay we've been doing this for a couple of uh, a couple of weeks this is starting to catch on let's have a guest my first name that came out of my uh, mouth mm-hmm. was yours matt and duffel's oh, like oh it's way, way too early way too <laughs> early to have to go. No, no, it's true <laughs> he said he's like well, let's wait let's wait um and uh yeah so i've been wanting to have it on this show for a long time oh that's very flattering that's a lot of fun i mean i hope we get to do more shows again together this is technically the second time we've all talked together yep. so i'd love to do it again i think when when shows like ours we're we're very niche but we're very um part of a very passionate community and i think when we have the more we can share and talk and have fun it just i think it's just uh another benefit to the community. It's like that old phrase. We have it in, my, in the industry I work in as well. It's the rise and tide results. Raise, I fucked that up. <laughs> oh, I hope I didn't curse on this show. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah. You Was it a, a, a rise and tide raises all boats or something like that? I totally messed it mm-hmm. up now, but it's like, but I, I'm very happy to, to have these conversations. I, mean, I could talk to, about hard nights. Well, ask my wife to the point where you know, I put someone <laughs> to sleep. That doesn't like it as much. So yeah, no, that's, that's a great time. Cool. I had really, really enjoyed this tonight. Oh, well, we'll have you back as often as you'd like to come back. So <laughs> we, we will talk Halloween Horror Nights. I'll put out another uh, subtle hint when I'm ready to come back on <laughs> on our show. Well, yeah, we wanna... listen to the show every week. So yeah, definitely just a little oh, nice. bit. You could just, you don't need to reach out to us. Just say it on the show <laughs> and we will eventually. Yep. We'll, we'll catch it. <laughs> 
We're just a yeah. little late this time because quarantine, you know, it's got. Yeah. Oh, geez. What a, yeah. It's a, I usually, it li- is... I listed up my drive to work and there's no drive to work right now. So, you know, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Text me and be like, Hey, did you listen to the most recent catacombs? Uh, <laughs> Hunter just mentioned our show. He went in there. <laughs> I don't know. I was just gonna say it's just it, uh, listening and, and doing shows like what we, we do. We're, we're relying on uh, 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 things happening and just nothing's mm-hmm. happening. Although I mean, I'd say that this week was a bizarre um, exception to this season. It's been a really strange preseason this year. Oh, definitely. Oh, for sure. And and it's funny not to call anyone specifically out here, but I do remember there was a podcast who started um, probably early this year or late last year about. Uh, being a year-round HHN podcast, and after one episode, they said, "Oh, it's too hard to do a year-round HHN episode." Um, throwing <laughs> on these constraints to it, oh man! Oh, I mean, I yeah. I and we're thirty-two deep, baby. Yeah. I don't think it's hard because I could just talk about it all day, right? <laughs> but yeah, that really speaks to like just how little news there is. You know, you you have to come up with your own things here, and I yeah. think, uh, like you were saying, there's a very diehard community here, so. If we're talking horror nights, people are going to listen. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a fun community. It's, uh, it's, it's I'm not going to say everything's perfect. Hell, every show we are basically every show we do on news as is pop culture related. So none of them are perfect, but I'd say um, this is in the top three of the shows we do the um, community wise. That is just so much fun to be a part of. So I I love it. I, I I didn't even know I knew there was the fandom and I knew there was the the websites and the forums and the Golden boards. I was a member of all those, but I just, I guess I never put myself out there enough to know what it was until we did the show. And it's just an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. And I think that's kind of why uh, we started a podcast. You know, we want to be deeper into the community. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It definitely does it. Yeah, definitely. And then we've kind of uh, covered this for the most part, but is there anything you wanted to plug, Matt? Oh, no, I'm just happy to be on. I, I'll just say if, if you're interested in any of that stuff I was talking about, just newsaz.com is where everything that we've done media related, um, mostly I'd say 99% podcast. Um, I, our, our biggest pitch, I'll, I'll steal it from my partner, Dave, is we have it's all pop culture related. If we if you have an interest in pop culture, we probably have at least a special on it, if not a show. So that is it. Awesome. Well, thank you again, guys. I uh, really enjoyed talking about it. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week and we'll see you in the streets.